York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams. The series is tied at one game apiece. Knicks get their first playoff victory in eight years. And the Hawks will... What's going on? This is Jay Ellis for the Nick of Time show here. Give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And the gunshots is going off today because you know what? The Knicks have won their first playoff game in eight years. Taking it to the Atlanta Hawks and the balding Trey Young. We beat <laughs> them in definitive fashion 101 to 92. And who is leading us to victory today? Derrick Rose with 26 points, 4 assists, and 4 rebounds. Followed with Randall with 15 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists. Bullock finally came to life after, you know, having a, a really, really slow game in that first game. Giving you 15 points. And the Knicks finally get a well-deserved, well-needed win, man. And I am ready to talk about the first Knicks win of the playoffs. Let's go. Let's go, man. Uh, before we even get to the details of the game, though, first and foremost, I want to introduce my guy from the pod, Strickland, Benji, Ritholtz. What's going on, man? Feeling great. Feeling outstanding. Oh, what my. A what a night. Yeah, how's your head, man? Because I know we're talking behind the scenes. You're talking about you're a little nervous. You need to drink a little bit of wine because you're getting too excited. The way the game started, but have you settled down? Are, yeah. you, are you settling? Do you know it's real right now? Yeah, at halftime I had to calm the nerves a bit. I was I was I was very stressed out by what I was seeing, especially from Julius, from the whole squad. It was just not the team that we have become accustomed to watching day in, day out. Nope. Uh, so yeah, I needed some I needed some alcohol. <laughs> and I I don't know, maybe it turned the tide because um uh, obviously, things turned around in a beautiful way. Absolutely, man. Happened. Now we're just now we're vibing. We're feeling good. You know what that means, right? Now that the Knicks have won, everybody who's watching the Knicks Nation, whatever you did at halftime, this is now your ritual for the rest of the playoffs. <laughs> all right, you cannot right. break it. If whatever alcohol you drank, that's what you're drinking from <laughs> now on. If you if you ate eggs that day, if you ate steak, you're eating eggs at halftime. Keep this momentum going. <laughs> we, need, we need all the luck we, we can get going into Atlanta on the next game all right oh man but you know let's real let's break down this game for real let's break down this game all right um let's start with the elephant in the room let's start with the elephant in the room because for months the entire season especially since derrick rose has been here even before derrick rose has been here knicks nation knicks fans knicks media have been begging for Alfred Payton not to be in the starting lineup, right? The game starts off in a familiar fashion. The Knicks are down once again at halftime in the first quarter. Like we we started off struggling. Um, I, we started off in a flurry on defense, right? The Knicks, had, but the, the Hawks had like a 14-7 start. Um, even though we played good defense, the offense was never really able to kick in 
fully despite our good defense and it hindered us it hindered us and once again at halftime once again our second unit outscored our first unit and me i'm guilty of you know i'm i'm looking at randall like randall get it together you are the leader of this team why you are not scoring why are you looking lackadaisical but then the second half starts and you start to realize hey get it get it together maybe the reason things aren't happening the way they should is because the cast that is around randall isn't the cast that should be around randall for real um am i wrong in that assessment tell me how you look at that i don't think you're wrong I think we've all known for a long time that the, the team without Alfred just functions much better, especially offensively, because the Hawks can, well, any team can just kind of ignore him and clog up the paint, focus on all the, the actual threats on the floor. Um, in this specific series, we've seen, um, because Atlanta knows that, that Julius has cooked John Collins every time they've played this season. So they wanted to put DeAndre Hunter on him. Right. Uh, and the reason that they're able to do that is because they can then stick John Collins on Alfred Payton, which <laughs> you couldn't do to any other point guard in the league. Like, nope. you can't stick a, power, like a bad defensive power forward on any other point guard, right? So, like, that in and of itself was a problem because now you get a better defender on Julius and you're not really exploiting the, the mismatch that you create because Collins is now guarding Alfred, who's not doing anything offensively. So all of that is true. We've all known it all year. Like, it doesn't make any sense that he's starting games. That said, trying to be objective about it okay. and kind of watching how the game progressed, Julius comes out in the third quarter. Although he made his first three, he then looked terrible again. It mm. kind of culminated in him throwing the ball to nobody out of bounds with about six and a half left in the third. Yeah. Uh, and he was, and Knicks were down still like 10, 12, something like that. And he's, he looks distraught. He goes to the bench. And I, I, I just watched it. I tweeted out. I'm like, this guy, he, he just needs to grow up like now. Like he was indecisive, passive. Right. Like, I don't know who was on the floor. And, and Alfred has something to do with it, but he doesn't have everything to do with it. Because we've seen Julius figure it out despite the, the spacing issues that he creates. And like he needed to grow up in this game and like accept that. Being the best player on a playoff team when teams are scouting you is much harder than anything he did in the regular season. He's, Absolutely. He's grown a ton this year. He's made amazing strides. Like, this is a new step, and he looked like he wasn't up to it for six quarters almost. And that moment, it just felt like he came out after that timeout, and all of a sudden, every decision was quick. Yeah. Uh, he started attacking aggressively. He wasn't holding the ball. He drove it to the rim. He got when he was open, he shot it. When there was a guy open, he passed it. Like everything was just a little more decisive from that point on, and that was the Julius that we obviously need to win. Like he, you know, he can't. He, no matter who's playing, whether Alfred's on the floor or not, if Julius Randle can't shoot better than twenty-five percent, we're not going to win the series. Like we're too dependent on him. And no, I, he, so, so to me, like yes, Elf is a factor, but. Julius needed to figure it out, and I think he finally did kind of coming out of that timeout in the middle of the third. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, right? Because Tom has been telling Randall all year, trust the pass, trust the pass, trust the pass. Um, they scouted us 
heavily. Like they took away that that Bullock corner three, yep. um, and they they pretty much they was forcing. I, I feel like RJ took a good amount of open shots and was clanking it. Um, Alfred Payton was left open to do what he had to do, but like I feel like the cast in that first half wasn't really hitting the shots once. The, you know, the, the times when he did make the pass, I feel like it didn't help his case. And it was like, well, we're just going to keep doubling him. Um, but to your point, there are certain things that I feel like he didn't exploit. Um, in the past when he wasn't scoring, right, I, I feel like they were more forceful um, just getting fast break points. All right, okay, you're, you're going to guard me. You're going to double me in half-court set. We're going to push the ball on makes and misses. And no one's going to be able to, to keep up with me. I feel like they haven't done that yet all series until maybe the second half of this game. <laughs> yeah. so, so, so to your point, um, you are absolutely correct. The decision-making was quicker for sure. Um, and I do feel like they were just more forceful in the way they played in that second half. But I also feel like, you know, having somebody who can make plays, run pick, you know, Derek Rose, Julius Randle, pick and roll, pick and popped, worked Right out the gate, first play of the game. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, I, yeah. I mean, there's no question that that it helps. It helps. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to. I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair to just kind of pile on mm-hmm. failures in the first five quarters of this game of the series on Alfred. Like, there is a degree to which he makes. He's he's the one shooting the ball. Like, he was missing shots that he normally makes. Um, he was passive. He was holding on the ball too long. Like I, you know, I agree. I think I think we're in agreement. I think like, yeah. like it helps to not have Alfred on the floor. And Julius figured something out. I think as the game went on. Also, like the possession before the one that I'm referencing, where he threw the ball out of bounds, he he pump faked out of a three, drove the lane. Capella was there to meet him, and he kind of pump faked under the rim like three times. Right. And that that's what I mean. It was just like the indecisiveness. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> you know what? Attack him. And if yeah. You can't, if, get blocked you get blocked like we need you to score so you get a lane you got to go up and try and dunk it for god like and and soon after that time he went to the rim hard he got fouled he got to the free throw line like look that's just what we need him to do uh there's not enough shot creators out there you know even with rose playing 39 minutes of every play like julius is going to need to have a big series and hopefully the second half was the start of that no, yeah, absolutely right. He's definitely going to need to have, have a big series. Hopefully he's figured it out because it definitely seems like he's had game jitters since game one, and you think it's going to disappear in game two, and it absolutely doesn't. Um, but he figured it out. He definitely figured it out. But um, also something else I want to talk about is um, the pick-and-roll defense coverage. This has been a, a talking point for, like, two or three games. Probably every Knicks content creator has been talking about <laughs> The pick yeah. and roll coverage between uh, the Knicks, this Knicks and Trey Young. And funny enough, I feel like we did really well, a lot better pick and roll coverage. I feel like other offensive sets killed us yeah. today outside of pick and roll. But I, I know, I see what just adjustments they made. Well, tell me what adjustments you, you felt like the Knicks made on pick and roll coverage. Yeah. I th- you know, it, it, they changed their coverage. They were... I think, well, I guess, I guess we'll start with even Alfred and then whoever was guarding Trey generally just did a better job yeah. pursuing the ball at the point of attack. like Tagging for sure. Mm-hmm. That was discussed because in game one, it was basically like, let's we're just going to get caught up on the screen um, and Trey's going to have that runway with our big in the trailer. 
clear the ball around and, and, and go make the floater. And that didn't work. I mean, he tore us apart. And I think there was a concerted effort by the point guard defenders at the beginning of the game. And then something I loved is that Tibbs put Reggie on him to close the game, who's, I think, just our Yeah, I think Reggie played – did he, Reggie, Reggie play the, sec- the entire second half? Yeah, Reggie didn't sit in the second. He was a freaking hero out there. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so he, he, he guarded him at the end just like – Got up into him a little bit, made him a little bit more uncomfortable. Like things were just too easy. And, I, and I, I said that, guys who saw game game one review, I was like, we need to put more Reggie and less Derrick Rose and Alec Burks on because they just get torched every single time. And look at hmm? yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was number one, and I picked them up higher on the floor, which gave them a better angle to get through yep. screens. There was definitely some of that. And then in terms of the bigs, so they took away. They they they, they weren't really playing drop. I mean, it, yeah, it, it was a bit. <laughs> I have to be honest. It was. I thought it was a bit unorganized at times. Like I don't know if the players always knew what scheme they were running. I think Tibbs tried to throw different things at him. Honestly, I'll have to go back and kind of watch it again. There was definitely some icing the screen and roll that went on where they're trying to keep Trey on one side of the floor. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of early traps on top that forced him to get rid of the ball. Right. Um, generally, Noel especially was very aggressive up at the level of the screen, trying to reach and poke at the ball. Yeah. Um, so they were definitely making. I think there were a, a few different things that tips tried which i like because you got to make him a little bit uncomfortable and he doesn't know what's coming so that makes it just a little bit more difficult on him to to know what pass to make and what what type of play to make um so i like that i just didn't at times i thought the knicks weren't totally sure so that you know even if trey wasn't totally sure the knicks weren't either at times so it wasn't perfect but it was better because it was more aggressive and it was more physical um which is always good and you know i i do think there's an element especially in the third quarter where the Hawks, because they were playing so high up on Trey, um, the Hawks got a ton of good looks from three, and they missed them. I mean, I, there is that there is some of that. I mean, especially yeah. Bogdanovich, who didn't seem to miss in the first game, missed a few really good looks in the third and fourth quarter. Like, you know, I, and some of that's just like when there's more defensive pressure. I think you force, you know, misses. Yeah. Hard. But there's, you know, there's always an element in any basketball game where you know sometimes you make shots and sometimes you don't make them. So I, I you know. I, I do want to go back to the to the tape and kind of break it down more, but I would say generally better point of attack defense and more aggressive help from the bigs uh, to force the ball out of his hands. Um, and look, he still made some step back threes and did his thing, and he had a, he had a really good game. You live with those though, man. I, I agree. Like, I agree. When I was watching the first half, like like you said, it wasn't always perfect, but you, you I definitely did notice that um, the tagging of the, the of Trey around the picks was a lot better. Yeah. Around the three-point line, there wasn't this huge gap. Definitely noticed that Nerlens Noel was more aggressive at meeting Trey at the three-point line more often than not. And when he did that successfully, we we pretty much got a, a stop for for the most part. So I think just the aggressiveness on defense on on pick and roll was just that much better. And I, I do feel like our rotations were a little better as 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 well. Um, um, in that first half, and I, th- I think it all worked out. And when he did go off for three, like you said, with those step backs, you just like I said, you just you just live with it. You just live. Yeah, with it. I, I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't look. He's not that high percentage of shooter on those. So I think look, he, he he got going, and there's you have to sometimes just tip your cap and say, hey, great shot. And I should add, the Knicks also at certain times in the game switched. And there were a couple times that right. really fun, and there were a couple times that. Uh, 
I love when Julie. God, I love Julius Randall's switching game is so underrated. But go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I wrote about this before the series. I wrote about this between game one and game two. Like that, when John, if if Julius is guarding Gallo or Collins, and those guys screen for Trey, just switch it. Like I don't every know single why, time. I don't know why we're playing around. Maybe we want to, you know, conserve some energy for Julius, which I get. Maybe you don't want to get him in foul trouble, which I get. But to me, it's like an obvious, like low hanging fruit. Like let Julius switch on to him. But one time he did it, Trey was just totally stymied, like nowhere to go. He is so good at that. It's his best defensive attribute. Like let him go. And I actually, I, that was during the third quarter that he did it. Like when he was really getting going, I actually thought it energized his offensive game too. I think he likes to do it. I think he likes that challenge. And I think gets, so too. It gets him going. <laughs> yeah, it got him going. Like he was. Then he was getting downhill on offense. I love that. So, yeah, they mixed in some switching, too, which, I, again, like, it's not always going to be perfect. Sometimes you're going to get burned. Like, he, I, I, Trey, when Noel guarded him on a switch, he did a, tra- yeah, a step-back mid-ranger. Fine. Like, Take it. Fine. He's going to make some. He's going to miss some. But that's the kind of shot you want to give up as opposed to game one where it was just that repeated, easy walk into the lane, floater. If you come up on me, I'll throw the lob. If the guy rotates, I'll hit the three-point shooter. That's the stuff that we got to take away. And I thought – just the general physicality and aggression was was a huge part of the the run in the second half. Absolutely, and like just 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 to show you how much the I, I know some people were saying, okay, they they only scored ninety two points. Some of those shots were open, but I just feel like we were just more aggressive and more intentional. So yeah. even though they missed some shots, I do feel like they made some adjustments adjustments, um, and they kept some adjustments from game one too. Listen, we've all been. I'm a, I'm gonna pull up some of these stats. We've all. We're, we were terrified of playing Clint Capella. Completely terrified. He yeah. averaged like 20 rebounds a game against us in the regular season. Right, I think, what, he had four points a day. No lob threat whatsoever, four points a day. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. Let me pull up the stats real quick so you guys can actually see it with me. All right. That's actually wild. I didn't realize he only had four. Yeah, like we were talking about it before, and John Collins was the other lob threat had zero, no ex- point. That's their second best offensive player. He had zero points. Exactly. So exactly, Capella four points today, eleven rebounds. You take that to the bank every single day. Eleven rebounds. I'm taking that every yeah. single time. I, you got to <laughs> give Taj and Noel big props because they 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 showed out. It's a really hard job to deal with Trey and still hold on to the, to. And still protect against the lob and protect against the offensive board because if you come up, you're out of rebounding position. And those guys, uh, again, it's not always perfect. Nerlens has his flaws. Taj is old, <laughs> but those guys fought crazy hard, and that's a big part of what we're talking about. Like for Collins and Capella to have four points combined, that's that's pretty special stuff on the defensive end. That's sure. um, it's amazing, and th- and on top of that. When you're looking at the rebound numbers, something else that we've always been worried about because of how, you know, we don't have Mitch anymore. And like, oh, no, it's Capella versus Noel. Noel doesn't rebound. We once again, for the second game in a row, out-rebounded the Hawks. We won 68-53. to Knicks win the rebounding battle once again. And purely because we, I mean, last, last time it was because we just chose to straight up drop on the uh, lob coverage, so we kind of were in better position for rebounding. This time, it just seems like, you know, we just completely kept Trey up top. So to me, it just seems like the, the solution is just don't get caught in the middle. <laughs> just, whatever, just don't get caught in the middle. If you get 
if you're going to do drop coverage or if you're going to pressure Trey at the top to get the ball in his hands, as long as we don't get caught in that middle area of not knowing what to do, we should be able to rebound solidly against these Hawks. And so kudos to, to Tom Thibodeau, who's had a pretty good, decent game plan. The gang rebounding. Alec Burks, eight rebounds. Taj Gibson, seven rebounds. Julius Randle with 12 rebounds on the night completely. You know, so... Julius had a couple beastly ones again in the second half. Just the, there was one where he where he where he got up with one hand. I don't know if you remember. He, he was he was he was really engaged in that second half on in every aspect. Um, and you're right. You make a good point. Like no matter what the scheme, and there's a lot of talk about scheme. Like you said, every content creator, including me, uh, talked about how to guard the pick and roll. And you can drive yourself crazy trying to think of all the different ways that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And whatever you do, if you commit to it 100. percent you can limit um, some aspect of what the other team's doing because all those strategies work in certain ways. And in the end, if you commit and hustle and do what you and, and execute whatever scheme it is with like full commitment, like you're talking about, you can take away some stuff. And I, I do feel like um, just that that extra burst, that extra aggression that they showed tonight. Um, yeah, and I would say I would say it also wore Trey down a little bit. Like Trey gave up the ball a lot early. Mm-hmm. Ogie ran a lot more of the actions tonight. I thought because read my mind. If it's not fun, if you got guys like on you know being physical with you for however many minutes he played, thirty-eight minutes, whatever it was, like you can't run every possession that way. So he was giving up the ball, and that's a win if he gives up the ball because as good as Bogey is, he's not nearly the creator that Trey is, and and it's just not nearly as dangerous an option. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that. And Bogey hurt hurt us a little bit in that first half too. Not necessarily with the pick and roll, even though he got his teammates open looks, but more with that little, that little action curl yeah, play yeah. when he shoots that quick three, kind of like what Bullock usually does. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's he's a hell of a player. I, I don't know. I didn't appreciate uh, how good he is coming into the series. I know. I don't know if he, maybe he played one of the games that we played out of the three. Um, we haven't gotten such a look at you know at him over the regular season. Absolutely. But man, he's a talented, talented player. He's, man. he's a really, really good shooter, and he's got some off-the-dribble game, too. Uh, and, and honestly, he's held up pretty well defensively. I think he had a block on Obi tonight. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, he's a really good player. So he's going to get, you know, he's going to score a little bit. Everyone, you know. But, again, it's just about limiting uh, and trying to take away the stuff that they really like to do. And I thought we did a much better job tonight. Yeah. And should we have more? Man, there's a lot to talk about with this game. But before we even get into that, I got to salute to the chat. And I also got to recognize these, these super chats that came in, man. Shout out to the guys with the super chats um, that came in a little bit earlier. Robert Parrison's a 499 super chat says 57 to 35 second half sends a message to Elena that their offense can be stopped. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The offense can be stopped. We figured it out. The Knicks did their thing. And I think, I think we can go into game three with a little bit more confidence that we we figured out something. You know, we figured out something. Um, the only thing is, you no, know, the others, as um, who who does I think choices Charles as the others like to call it. You no, know, uh, they, they play Shaq, a little. Shaq calls them the Shaq, others. Shaq calls them the others. The others they play they play better at home sometimes, so we gotta watch it. But I do feel like the schemes that we came up with um today it might be better suited going forward and hopefully we're able to replicate replicate them some success right there man (laughs) yeah just keep mixing it up you know it's the thing about tibbs teams i think this is true wherever he's been is he runs a base defense and that's the defense he basically plays all year long 
-hmm. And it's really good in a way because your team gets really, really good at that scheme. And Knicks did. And the players know exactly what's expected of them every night. And it's, it's, the Knicks' base defense and their drop defense is what they played all year long with. Yep. Very few exceptions. He switched a little bit more against Brooklyn because Brooklyn obviously has a gazillion threats you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. But very, very rarely over the regular season did Thibodeau change the scheme. And it's a lot to ask now in a playoff series. It's a lot to ask your players to all of a sudden start switching up things and start icing and start start doubling. and start, like, That's <laughs> not easy to ask. Um, and so it's not surprising that it looked a little bit unorganized at times, but you have to. You just have to against a player like Trey Young. You can't show him the same thing every every play, especially when he had time to scout your defense. So it was really encouraging to see them change it up a little bit, uh, mix it up a little bit, uh, and give kudos to the coach because it's not what he's known for. He's not known to no. be much of an adjuster. So to see him do it was uh, was really encouraging. We had to be in dire straits with Tom to pull that trigger, man. We had to have our back against the walls, punching the teeth a few times for Alfred. He actually played, what, five minutes to game? Instead of- five, five awful minutes. I'm hitting the ooh button oh. on that. Like, <laughs> like he, he actually played less than eight minutes before, and he rolled out with a, a starting lineup in that second third quarter of Rose and Taj and we'll get back into we'll get into that in a minute but um me me shout out also me shout out flow hypnotic as well since a 499 super chat it says gunshots going off NYC let's get it that's what I'm talking about NYC we win our first playoff game in eight years beating the Atlanta Hawks at home that's what I'm talking about man I'm ready for the game three I'm ready to get this over with let's wrap the series up no more wins for the Hawks let's yeah. get it Let's get it. But me, me shout out the people in the chat. I see the preacher. I see Jay Boogie in the chat. Shout out to my guy, Jay Boogie. Shout out to Joshua Rivera, Rich Jim, Junior Karuma, Ron Cohen, Jake G, M. Santos, my fake cousin, Winston Ellis. <laughs> shout out to you, Robert Parrish. Everybody's rocking with the KOT show. Robert Parrish. That yeah. Robert Parrish? Yeah, awesome. yeah. Robert Parrish. Robert Parrish. I'm sorry. Robert Parrish. Not Robert Parrish. Oh. My bad. <laughs> Slip of the tongue. I'm wild. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan Lambert, everybody, everybody walking at the KOT show. Listen, the Discord link is in the chat. So if you want to call in, you want to chat with us, hit that Discord link. It's pinned at the very top, and you can talk to us live and give us your thoughts about this game. All right. Um. Now, okay. So, Derek Rose. Mm. Derek Rose, man. A guy yeah. who's um who was a former MVP, youngest MVP in the game years ago, comes to this team off of the Detroit Pistons. He wasn't shooting well that well in Detroit Pistons. He wasn't playing that much. Comes to New York all of a sudden, sees Tom Thibodeau, and regains his game. Becomes one of the most important trades that happens for this New York Knicks team. He gives us a steadying force, a guy who can kind of guide this team through the trenches, through this, their first time, their first playoff run, their first um, sign of adversity, first everything. And he, and he he's responded. He's responded as a mentor. He's responded as a competitor. And even, like, the way he's responded to the media when he's, like, this is the, when Trey was talking his trash. and Yeah. <laughs> Love that quote. Love oh, it. my gosh. Like, he, man, the value he's bringing to this team is just unbelievable. What did you think about Rose's game overall today? Yeah, I just hope he can walk tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. He also he tweaked his ankle at some point in the second quarter, maybe. Yeah, you're right. A little bit. Um, 
plays 39 minutes, which I don't know. I saw some tweets flying around, like the most minutes he's played in, I don't know how long, long time. Um, if he can do it, um, then we're, we should do it enough, you know, enough playing around. Let's start him and let's go. Um, he was great. I mean, he gives us, you know, since he got to the Knicks, he's the pace that we play at when he's on the floor. He's just such a real point guard. Like he just yeah. understands how to get the ball on an outlet, get out and run, find your shooters, find your trailers. And the Knicks, you know, it's always a little bit of a struggle for us to get really good looks in the half court because yeah. we have limited creators. And I've always said throughout the year, like when we push the pace and you let guys like RJ athletes, like RJ and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and Julius, and especially with the bench unit with guys like Obi, like how helpful it is to get out and run. Uh, he brings that element. And obviously just like, I mean, he's become, I don't know, is he the, I mean, Trey Young's up there too. So I don't know, maybe him and Trey are the two best floater shooters in the league. Like yeah. he makes, he makes all of these floaters from all these angles, right-handed, left-handed, leading left, leading right, off right foot, off left foot, ball, off both feet. He's got a whole package of floaters that he makes. Underrated. Uh, that he makes look easy because uh, he can't get to the rim so consistently anymore. I will say he's shown some burst to the rim in the playoffs that I think he was saving up because he's got he's finished he's had a couple finishes up near the up near the rim that we haven't seen from him in a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was probably conserving a little bit, and the Knicks were smart to play him less minutes in the regular season. Hopefully he can take on this bigger load because they need him. They need him bad. Yeah, you're looking at this point. It's always been Julius Randle 1. You would say RJ 2. Um, there was a stint where it's like Julius Randle 1. Then it's like maybe it's Burks. But now it's now in these playoffs, you know, this, this playoff run, a guy who's been there before, it seems like, in some instances, Rose might be the most important player um, right now. I don't like it, it, it sounds weird to say. I know Randall is the most improved player, MVP, but it just seems like, you know, it's hard for power forwards to run a team. It's hard for big men in general to usually be an engine full time. And that's why guards are so important. Yeah. No, look, that's why even a guy like Giannis, as special as he is, struggles at times in the playoffs. Um, guard play, it's like the old saying, like guard play is just the most important thing in the playoffs. It's, it is hard for, for, for kind of the big guys to set things up. You know, Julius had a certain amount of freedom in the regular season where, you know, when defenses aren't as locked in, where he can bring up the ball and play around with it and do his thing. And that's, yeah, all that stuff gets harder to do. Um, and to have kind of a steady hand at the helm uh, in Rose is is invaluable. Um, and he was look. Is he? Are there some mid range shots I could do without? Yeah, but all, all in all, what did he have? Twenty eight tonight. Yeah, Rose had twenty. No, let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Rose had twenty six points on the night, nine of twenty one. Um, yeah. And and just in general. Cause I've done like a, a whole clean a glass rose breakdown. His his mid range game has been on fire this whole season. Yep. He's having his best. I feel like he, I think he's having his best mid range shooting season yeah. of his career. Yeah, yeah. His floater his floater has been just magical. Um, and he, so yeah, he, look, if he can if he can pull these minutes off and 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 
the nice thing about the playoffs is you get you know you have two days off between uh, game one and two. You get another day off uh, tomorrow. They play Friday night, right? Game three is Friday night. Um, yep. Yeah. So there is you don't there are no back to backs, and hopefully he can rest up and 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 keep putting in the minutes. Um, I I don't know if this is the end of Alfred, the the glorious. Listen, end. man. I hope it is. It's time to put this 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 the dead man to bed, man. I'm sorry. I'm tired of the ceremonial starts. Like no. we already know, yeah. what the there deal. was a, there was, you know, and he started off great defensively. He was yeah. like up, and then he, we were on a run. We we're up like seven three. He comes down and takes this just absurd floater, like had just a prayer, no chance, and it totally killed the momentum. It's, it's it did, man. It totally the- killed the momentum. And that was it. And they went on a huge run, Atlanta, and that was the end of Alfred Payton. And now, um, and, and, and was- good. <laughs> good sometimes listen sometimes to rebuild you have to destroy <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the sirens in the background that's the good luck sign that means it's gonna be a great show and so far so good sometimes you have to destroy to build and it had to be done i'm just hoping moving forward we, we keep making these adjustments we stay on a course now because now now at this point Coming to game three, I need this same starting lineup in this third quarter, in the first quarter. That's how I'm looking at it. From, I I think I want Taj. I want Taj to start, and I want D Rose to be the starting point guard, and then we'll move on from there. Keep Elf on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, qu- you know. I I think. Um, Tibbs has shown showed a little more trust in Quickly tonight. Quickly didn't have a good night. Um, you know, it was a bit of a rookie night for him. Which is fine. Uh, two for nine, four points. Yeah, he struggled. Didn't make a three. Missed a couple wide open ones. But I think Tibbs is starting to trust him a little bit more to handle. Look, if you, if you start Rose, then someone's got to run that second unit, right? Right. Um, and I think if you put Quickly and Burks together, I think there's just enough ball handling there and creation. And the second units looks fantastic all series long. I mean – I mean, we need to talk. I mean, what Obi's done, um, just you know, Burks had a much. Like, Burks wasn't going to shoot ninety percent for the series, so he no, no, yeah. <laughs> he, was four, he was four for thirteen tonight, but still, you know, important. Just like in, in the shot making, he can bring. But um, you know, I think you have enough with Burks and quickly off the bench if you start Rose uh, to survive and, and even thrive in that second unit, especially because Atlanta's second unit is nothing special. I mean, you just have to kind of contain Lou Will. Uh, as right. they did better tonight than, you know, oh, my God, world's better tonight than they did in game one. Absolutely. Uh, and, like, we should be able to outplay their bench as we did tonight. I mean, the bench was was unbelievable today. Like, crazy good. Like, totally seized the game. I think when they came in, it was either tied or close, and they pushed it to a 10-point lead before yep. Before Julius ever checked that. I mean, Julius only played 36 minutes tonight. That's a, this, is, this is the second night in a row that he's played 36 minutes. Obi got up to twelve. I mean, Obi's yeah. been so good on both ends, man. He's had he had some sequences tonight. He had that. He stopped Herder in an isolation, got a block, and, yeah. then, somehow, and then somehow beat everyone down the floor and got the lob, and the, the guard, and like the roof came off the guard. It was just what a great moment. Like this guy was struggling. He had like six straight scoreless games in the regular season, and and now he's really contributing to in a playoff series, which is like. It's really cool. It's really cool to watch. It's crazy. It's insane to see this, man. This guy, they told me this guy couldn't play defense. 
<laughs> like he's jumping up. He, 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 he's blocking shots. He's altering shots. And he's contributing to winning basketball in the playoff series. And the, the, the jitters and, and the fear that he's shown Obi in the regular season, he's not showing at all. Like not even a, a little bit. If, if anything, he looks even more comfortable in the playoffs than he has seen them all season, which is weird to me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I mean, he had a, he had a really great stretch, you know, well, you know, for Obi. I mean, it's not like he's – with the limited minutes he gets, he had a really nice stretch down, the, you know, the last 10 games or so of the regular season. Just like giving solid minutes, letting Julius rest a little bit more and come in fresher. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I think they've started to use him more as a screener, which is really what he's good at. Um, and that's helped a lot. Um, and he's just started to kind of find – and he's, look, he's starting to make some shots. He's made some threes, which is, obviously opens everything up for him. Um, he's shown a little bit of a driving kick game in yep. the in this series, which has been like a huge development. Like, look, he's getting better and better. Uh, what looked like, you know, you know, some fans were worried was a bust early on. I think, look, if you're, if you're a rookie, a big man rookie contributing positively in a playoff series, that means you're going to be a good pro. Like, Absolutely. That doesn't, that doesn't just like happen. Like, if you're doing that – um, then the future is bright. Like we, I think we have we have a player, and that's uh, that's more than we knew, uh, you know, midway through the season this year. So it's exciting, really exciting. It's really exciting. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, chat. Hold on, hold on. I, I have. I see somebody. I see a caller. I see a caller in the queue. We gotta give love. Hold on, gunshots going up right now. Right. We gotta give love to this caller because this caller yesterday. He donated an R.J. Barrett signed basketball to the channel. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we need to give this guy some love. I need you to flame. I, I need some love. I need everybody to tag, type hashtag fresh in the chat. All right? Hashtag fresh. This is, <laughs> <laughs> all right? <laughs> because we have <laughs> Nuggy Fresh. In the building, fresh nuggy, hit that yes, KOT sir, live yes, button sir. a few times if you want to hear me, and watch and click that watch stream as well if you want to hear our guest talk as well, and then you should be good to go. All right, hashtag fresh in the chat. Let's go. What's good? What's good, everybody? Yo, yeah, man. What's oh, good, man. nuggy man? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first and foremost, I want to give a big-ass shout-out. Oh, excuse my language. Big old shout-out to the Nick of Time show. I right. already know y'all been doing y'all thing for a couple years now. Y'all been following y'all for forever now, yo. Absolutely. I Proud of y'all it. grind, yo. Proud of y'all grind. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate the support, especially supporters like you who, who, who show up. They donate. They promote. Hit me on the Oh, Jay Ellis, how do I... How do I get the word out? Like Dougie's always, always, always super supportive. So shout out to you, man. On to the game, man. The game was fabulous, man. It was freaking energetic. It's my first game. Well, it's actually my Ooh. second playoff game I ever been to. Wow. Went to the one on That was excellent. This one was even better, yo. We would have got that one. The first one, city would have been shut down. <laughs> I believe it. City. The city was shut down now. Like I, I'm, I send you the pictures. The cities, were, the city was straight up shut down now. No, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it, man. Tell me, what, you ain't what, never been to a Knicks playoff game before, or a Knicks game? What's up? Now go ahead, keep going. 
Now I'm telling you, the, the energy is real. It is. It's, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Everything that they say about the garden is true. It's true. I believe it. I believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play this video real quick of what you showed me earlier. But you have any takeaways from this game, Nuggy? Takeaways, I would say is um, I'm glad we got Elf out at at the five minute mark. Glad Absolutely. we did that. I wanted to give him a try. His defense, his defense was good, but no points, man. And the missed layups, missed opportunities, just a couple points that we could have had. We had to get him up out of there. And then Julius Randle, he waited all the way to the fourth quarter. I didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> I, I had no clue. I'm like, what are you doing? He's just passing the ball up, passing the ball up. But he finally took control of the game, and you know we got that W quickly. Man, not not even quickly. Obi, yeah, Obi. I know everybody went crazy when Obi did what he did, Joe. Oh yeah, man, definitely did, man. Obi's just just turned it around for us, man. Straight up hustle in the heart yes. of Obi, man. The Garden was going crazy when Obi scored, Joe. And even afterwards, outside. They shut the whole outside down. Everybody was just screaming out Obi. Obi name. Like he was the like, he was the star. <laughs> now now who now can you tell me what I got one question for you, Nuggy. Who started the Trey is bolding chance? <laughs> the two hundred section, the guys behind me in the two hundred section, like the two fifty. Oh, you saw okay. Someone, someone who's at the game sent me a sign that they put on the seats that said the chant tonight is Trey's balding. Did you get one of those? No, I didn't get that. It was some people printed them out and put them on seats. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't the garden. <laughs> Man, so the no, trolling is is organized trolling now. Is that what we doing? <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> were, there, were, there, were there bird suits out there? Bird costumes. There was there was some talk about bird costumes. Nuggy, you still there? All right, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, he's in the Cast key. The okay. Well, yo, thanks for calling. I, th I think his sound is going in and out. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Yeah, my sound's going out. I'm on the train right now. I'm on the train. Oh, so you're on the now. train right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such respect. He's on the train, train Yo, I respect it, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, let me get this calling up from my phone. Down. I had like two percent left. I was like, yeah, I gotta get the calling. Yo, salute, man. Down. My man is dedicated. I'm getting these. I'm getting these bars <laughs> in me before my I bars die. I get you, man. I said I was gonna call, so I called. Absolutely, respect, respect, man. Man of your word, man. I appreciate you, Dougie. Man. Congrats to y'all and all your grind, oh man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yo, shout out hashtag fresh and shout shout out to Eric Nucky Fresh is in the building on the train, dropping those gems, giving you the inside information that's that's happening in these New York Knicks building, man. Have a good night, Nucky. Yeah, I have a good one, y'all. Alright, alright. My man Nucky, man. <laughs> My man. I love that from the train. That's great. From the train. He's like Let me show you some love from the train, man. <laughs> Love that guy, man. Love that guy. All right, man. All right, yo. Is there anything else you want? I feel like I've touched on every, any and everything I would like to talk about. I mean, is there anything else you feel like you're missing that you want to touch on? Let's see. I just, I'll go down the uh, the roster here, see if I didn't talk about anybody I didn't talk about. Uh, who we got? Talked about Julius. Talked about Reggie being awesome. Yeah, Reggie. RJ. RJ. Look, 
RJ, I, I don't want to say, like, there's a certain amount that is kind of predictable that he was going to have a tough tough time. Like, if the threes aren't falling right now. Yeah, remember mine. He struggled at the rim the last, like, month. And especially with a guy like Capella, like, he look, it's, his strength right now isn't finishing over big rim protectors like that. Right. Um, and so, like, look, he's made huge strides this year. He's 20. He'll still give you the defensive effort. Um, he still made some plays. Uh, he didn't play down the stretch at all. And I thought that was fine. Like, look, you know, you got to win the game. It's not about development right now. It's about winning. So Facts. Um, he'll be all right. You know, it's his first playoff series, and he's really, really young. And I, I know I, I don't want – you know, he shot five for 14, but nothing to panic about. Like, he'll make some threes as the series goes on. He'll find his spots to attack the rim. Um, it just may not be the most like efficient and serious for him, and it may not be like the perfect matchup for him. But he'll be he'll be fine. No worries for RJ. Yeah, I think once the three start falling, he'll be fine again. He's made huge strides. I don't like I don't ex- I don't expect him to keep missing open shots. No, I'm with you. He'll make some yeah, threes. He's gonna yeah he's gonna start to cook again. But I do feel like much like the regular season when he started to find some um some some success. Getting in that mid-range spot, I think he might have to start to do that a little bit more again, instead of just challenging at the rim all the time with Clint Capella yeah, waiting he's, there. He's taking some really poor shots. Like he's got to get rid of the bad shot selection. Um, yeah, you might look. It might right. It might be stopping and popping in the mid-range a little bit more, when, especially when Capella's in the game. Maybe Tibbs finds him some time when the uh, when uh, the Hawks go to their bench. That might help. When Capella's not on the floor, you can attack the rim. Right. Uh, with a little bit more ease, maybe that's something Tibbs can can do to get him going. Maybe play him with the bench unit a little bit, which I always like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something to think about. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's I'm not like shocked by what our you know RJ struggling a little bit, you know. And, but he's in the game and he's engaged and he's doing his thing, so I think we'll be all right there. Yeah, and I think it was pressing too because you know RJ is, is he has, he's stoic, but he's very competitive. He wants it. Yeah, he wants. It. So when the Knicks were down, and he. And I feel like when he sees that we needed a bucket and Elford is out here kind of struggling and Julius wasn't going, he was like, yeah. and he hit a couple in a row. He's like, well, I might as well just go for it. You know what I mean? Since I hit a couple in a row already. Because he started off the game, I think he, I think he hit like a hit a three and a, and a and yeah. one, you know? Yeah. Yep. He hit yeah, a, our first points, I think, yeah. 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 So once you start like that and you see your team is struggling, like I get the mindset. You know what? Everybody else is struggling. I'm going to go for it again, and it didn't work out for him. But I, like you said, 25 minutes again, 25 minutes on a night, he'll he'll bounce back. Um, and I'm looking forward to this Friday game. I think he's going to do well in this in the game. I don't, yeah, I can't see him doing three bad games. Like, uh, you know what I mean? No, I, you know, I thought I, I thought game one was better. I thought you know game one he just missed his open shots, but I right. thought he was pretty good attacking the rim. He had a couple of really nice moves. Um, he had that dunk, which was epic. Um, oh yeah, the third quarter itself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, he'll be fine. I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm done doubting RJ, figuring stuff out and developing. Like, what he's done this year, has proven to me that he's just going to keep working and figuring it out. He's got plenty of talent. He's got a great attitude. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm an RJ believer. He'll be all right. Absolutely. And for those, and for those who, and those from, and for those who say, you know, keep Noel in the starting lineup over Taj, here's my best argument, right? I keep saying Taj is like the defensive anchor and Noel is like an eraser. When you have when you have like when to me my biggest argument for this is when 
when you have a guy like Trey, who's a master at like controlling the pick and roll, I think it might be a. I think it might be more important to have a defensive organizer there than an athletic guy there, especially if you're going to change your coverage from drop to, you know, staying up on the guy. Like I feel like, for me, for me, you know, it's like if he had to come come because he has help rebounding against Capella. And he's he's more so helping on Trey and and figuring out the position on how to help on Trey. I think it's more helpful to have him start, personally, and then have Noel come off the bench. I mean, look, Taj was plus twenty three, Noel was minus fourteen, and there's that. <laughs> there's that. That's pretty extreme. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, they've been an interesting pair all year because you're right uh, to point out that their styles are so different. Um, I wrote an article early in the year um, about how, you know, they have these stats now on like the so-called B-ball index about rim deterrence as opposed to rim protection. Like when right. Taj did the game, offensive players like the, the offensive team they don't get into the paint at all. Like they don't take any shots at the rim. When Noel's in the game, they take a ton of shots at the rim, but Noel erases a lot of them. Like you say, he's the eraser. Right. Uh, but you're right that. There's easy access to the rim when Noel's in there because part of his thing is like I'll let you in and then I'll just I'll, take I'll it away. Destroy. But you're playing with fire a little bit with a guy like Trey Young. Once you let him in that paint, um, you know he has he has so many different ways to hurt you once he's there. So a guy like Taj is right. at keeping him out of there from the from the get go, and that's that is um, definitely I agree with you that it's kind of a superior skill set to have against a guy like Trey Young. Um, and maybe start look again with Taj. It's like how much, how many minutes can he play? Let me play tonight. Thirty. Yeah, man. These these bulls, man. These old bulls is yeah, kind of so, saving us right now. <laughs> Taj and Rose like retire after the series. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Man. It's like the fifty four win team. It's like ah, oh, those guys. Can, <laughs> yeah. So if they can get through it, I mean, I don't. I look. If you want to start Taj, I, I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. I don't think Tibbs will do that. I just. Don't, but I don't think it's crazy. I also, you know, one other thing that I'll say strategically that I would, when Capella's in the game, right, and he's literally just camped out in the paint. He's not moving. And Julius is just, look. he's, he's soft doubling Julius. He's coming up and, and showing Julius his arms, and it's right. kind of taking away those passing lanes, and it's taking away driving lanes. You know, one thing you can do is, because, there is a defensive three seconds rule in the NBA. You're not, defender's not allowed to be in the paint if, they, if he's not guarding anybody. Mm. But New York's bigs, obviously Noel has no outside game. He's always in the paint. Taj isn't a good shooter, but he's shown a little bit of the ability to make a three from the corners. And even if he, even if he's not there to shoot it, if you just stash him in the corner on a few possessions, and you run that, that Rose Julius pick and roll, yeah, you may. Because Capella can't camp out in the lane without getting a defense in three seconds, like you may just get a, some daylight for Julius to attack. Um, and because you know, I, I think, look, if Taj wants to shoot one, shoot one to make them respect. I don't care. Like you could take a possession to shoot one. Maybe you make it, but like just to get Capella the hell out of there because he yeah. is he is he is pitched a tent in there. Oh he's, yeah, he's freaking grilling and and he's and he's just chilling down there. And it's like we got to make a move. And one way to do that is just stick. It doesn't matter if they can't shoot. Just stick him in the corner and make him make him make him get out there. So that's something to think about. Maybe uh, something tips can go to, just to open up the lane a bit. 
that's a good point. A, a lot of the reason why it's been hard for Julius to even get his, his usual assist numbers in this series that he has during the season is because they, like I said earlier, they just they scouted our corner threes. They scouted they they're taking away passing lanes and they're doubling. It's all Capella because he took whatever he is six ten with those crazy arms and he's just standing there with his arms up. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, any way you can try to clear that out, I think is a is a good is a good idea. Good point, good point. And I also feel like you know we didn't we, we picked on Trey a little bit more today. Not enough. They're not enough. They're no. not enough. He spends too many possessions chilling on the in the corner on defense when you gotta you gotta run him through bodies. You gotta run him through bodies. I mean, I wrote it in my game two preview. Julius let him off the hook again tonight. Yeah. When, when, when Bullock comes and set that screen for Julius to try to get Trey in the action, Julius just has to attack Trey. He yeah. He keeps backing it out and then letting Trey recover, and then he goes at Gallinari. It's like, no, the whole point of bringing Bullock into the action is that you attack Trey Young. Exactly. He, even if even if Trey can hold his ground there, but once you engage him, now Bullock's popping to the three-point line. He's open because you just hit Trey. And if someone rotates the bullock, now you can swing the ball to somebody else that's open. It just creates an advantage because they're so conscious to help out. The whole Hawks team knows that Trey Young is an atrocious defensive player. They're all aware that they need to help him. If you can engage him in the action a little bit, it forces them to rotate in ways that they don't want to. They, they don't want to, and now you're going to find openings, you know, in the defense. So I just I don't understand why it's not more of an emphasis on. You know, Bullock can't take him off the dribble the way a Burks nah, can. Yeah, you're right. But the, so the way to take advantage is to run Reggie through actions to make sure that Trey's at least running into screens and tiring him out a little bit. We're not doing much of that at all. So I I agree with you. That's another thing uh, to really get the offense going. They need to think about uh, ways to exploit that matchup. Yeah, we haven't ran Reggie actions a lot this series in general, like I don't really even think he really touched the ball in that first half. But even even to your Gallinari point, I mean we we won the game. Cool, we won the game though. But even to your Gallinari point, right? Gallinari can't hold Randall's jockstrap. Collins was was fouled out in the first few minutes of the game, and and <laughs> Gallo was guarding Julius Randall yeah. for most of this game, and he. It, we did not take advantage of that. Like he, like you said, he's been very slow to attack these the defensive guys. Who's I mean, these guys who aren't defensive players, and he should be cooking these guys like it's Thanksgiving dinner. Like I didn't, I didn't get it. But we we ended up getting the win anyway. He woke up in the second half, and him and his whole team became more aggressive. So we, I mean, a wins a win. Um, maybe like I said, hopefully we keep that same style, and I'm hoping that we. we you see the switch, man. I want to. I, I want to see Derrick Rose. I want to see that starting unit in the second, in that third quarter, be that first quarter, second unit. I'm, I'm hoping. I know I'm asking for a lot from a guy who doesn't change. <laughs> Bring back those Tibbs boys. If if Tibbs is gonna change, it's gonna be to start Rose and Tajda. That's like the one change he'll make. Exactly. Like, from the from the Bulls days in 2013. I feel you. Though. If there's any hope, if there's any hope. <laughs> For him to change is to for him to bring back the old boys, the old crew back again, for sure. Yeah. For maybe sure. maybe they'll sign Luol Dang to a contract. Oh man, man. yeah, yeah, bring him that, yeah, and, and yeah, no, Noah too. Bring back, bro. No, 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 no. I was, I was, I was just joking. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a joke. It was a good. Don't, don't be alarmed. All right, cool. Oh, okay. Fritz is in the chat. 
I guess first is gonna close it out. Um, let's see. What's going on, Fritz? Fritz, you are now in the chat. Shout out to hey, what's up? What's going to, on? Shout out to the King Mod Best Nod in, in New York's Knicks Nation. What's going on, man? Well, Fritz, I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to talk about. Yeah, there's a little, uh, you know, little confusion uh, about the availability of um, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, I was thinking, uh, what did you think about that? Because um, they were kind of teasing, you know, it wasn't like directly the Knicks, but people have been teasing that he could be available. And then he was kind of like a game time decision. I didn't know where that came from. I saw eyeballs. Oh, now everybody's jumping <laughs> in the chat right now. Okay, everybody wants to talk right now. I was like, I'm gonna end the show. Everybody's like, Nah, my turn. Cool. All right. And if if it, if it gets too late, let me know. Um, let me know, Benji. <laughs> right, we're good. We're good. We're good. I'm feeling good. I'm not going to sleep tonight. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So yeah, I didn't really read too much into it, to be honest with you. I saw the eyeballs. I was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm gonna just wait for an official announcement for from um my ian and leave it at that <laughs> yeah, yeah no, even I, with i guess they asked tibbs and tibbs kind of like put it off a little bit more like he was like a couple steps away means he's not coming he don't don't ask me that thing basically you know what i mean <laughs> not <Nah, I> feel <laughs> you that but i mean but, yeah that's basically basically it okay um yeah but, i yeah, understand it's just a little Based on a couple guys that were tweeting out about it, is that there's like a very there's a low chance that he can get back if the series goes you know pretty low, you know goes six or seven, um, but I think there's a decent chance that he returns if we get to the second round. So okay, that's what guys were tweeting out. I don't know. You know, I agree with you though, uh, John, that we gotta wait for you know Bagley to come and tell us what the deal is. But that's uh, that's the best I got for you. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm going to see if we can get another uh, caller in here before, before right. we get out of here. Yeah, Ooh. cool. I, I think Reaper might be in here. Let's show him. <laughs> All right. Salute to Fritz, best mod in Knicks Nation, man. Shout out to you, man. Hold it down. Either he's writing for us. He does He does helps me with some of the graphics as well. And he holds down the mod for Knicks Nation. So shout, shout out to Fritz. And shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Shout out to Elamafi, LP, Raven, Ariab. I see a lot of you new names here. Shout out to you guys. Hashtag new if you're new. You get a shout out, um, and talk to Knicks Nation. She says, "Shout out to Elamaf Fee." Says, "Peace to the channel, the panel, the chat, and Knicks Nation." All right, all right. Another caller in the chat. Let's go. Hello. Okay, you are now live in the queue. You already know what to do. Hit that KOT live button a few times. Hit that watch. Yep. Yep. I can. can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. We can hear you loud and clear, yeah, man. Is, uh, yeah, this is Big Reaper uh, calling from Jersey. And, uh, yeah, uh, shout out to you guys. You guys are doing a great job, great analysis um, on the game. And so, um, but, yeah, this was, like, a really good win. And that defense was, like, you know, like at the end. And the fourth quarter was, like, really stout. You know, I was, like, really impressed how we were able to shut Trey Young down. So that was really good. And then also, like, switching to Reggie Bullock, you know, having Reggie Bullock guarding him. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a great move as well. Absolutely. But um, the, the one thing, it was, it was it was so entertaining in so many ways to see all the drama. Like, <laughs> Alfred starting, playing five minutes, <laughs> and then second half, you don't see Alfred. You can just see the look on Thibodeau's face. 
I think Thibodeau was telling telling himself that I just lose this series because I started Alfred. Ah, <laughs> so, uh, but <laughs> but no, so um, I'm kidding about that. But Thibodeau was really worried; he was not happy most of this game. Uh, but you know, definitely came out with the win, so it was like really good. So it was like I'm really excited about it. The other thing I think I brought this up before, um, you know, um, it's it just it seems like it's so difficult for us to get our shooters open. I can just never understand. Like Bullock, we do run stuff and we're able to get them open, but a lot of times it's because like if the defense collapses and there's a double team, then they'll kick it out to block. That it seems like that's how we're able to get them open most of the time. I do know we run like, you know, we do run run them off picks sometimes. Uh, but not even just Bullock, like quickly. It's like it's – kid is such a good shooter and it just amazes me that we're not a, even able to get him open sometimes. Uh, even the first game. The first game he was so hot. And second half it's like, you know, they didn't run any plays for him it felt like. You know, so it was – but what do you guys think about that? Um, um, about that whole situation? Benji kind of mentioned it earlier about the way they're um, they're playing the passing lanes, and Clint Capella is kind of chilling, playing kind of like a safety, almost. So like they're doubling Randall, and then they have Clint Capella in the corner with his long arms out, kind of just covering out passing lanes. So that's one thing that it looks like they're doing to kind of um, stop Julius from passing and getting his usual assist numbers. Um, also, I don't think they're really. I don't think they're they're running as much action for for Bullock as they usually have during the season as well. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, usually what that happens is they kind of have Reggie kind of run around. Randall sets a pick, and he'll just come off and shoot, shoot the ball off of a little curl. I haven't really seen them do that this year. I mean, this series really yet either. So yeah, off the bat, that's what I'm kind of seeing. Am I missing anything? What do you see, Benji? Yeah, um, I think the yeah the kind of the, the way the Hawks are, are defending, especially taking away the corner three, is um, is impacting uh, exactly what you're talking about. Um, with quickly, you know, he's an interesting shooter because he's he's actually more of an off the dribble shooter than he is a catch and shoot guy. Um, he likes to shoot coming off screens, um, you know, uh, off the dribble and. Because he has a little bit of a low release and not the quickest release, I would say um, he struggled. You know, it's not—he's not the kind of guy you can like run a down screen for to come up and, and shoot a three necessarily. Uh, and even tonight, you saw a couple times where uh, they closed that. You know, it looked like he had an open shot, and just because of the way he shoots it, he had to pump fake out of it and, and kind of go to his floater game. Um, so I, you know, with quickly, I just think that's the player he is right now and something he could probably work on is, is raising the release and, and, and making the release a little bit faster so he can get that shot off. Um, Reggie, and look, they did, they, Reggie got, Reggie got going in the second half. I do think they were yeah. able to collapse, collapse the defense a bit more um, in the second. And part of that was because Julius was just a little bit more aggressive and uh, decisive uh, getting downhill um, to kind of start those, you know, pass, pass, kind of sequence in the open, and then you can pump them and reallocate and do all those things. Uh, so you're right that it's a little bit of a challenge to get the shooters open. Hopefully they crack the code a bit in the second half, uh, and that'll continue going forward. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the, other, the other thing 
I really, you know, loved about this game too. Obviously, with the coach like uh, inserting Derrick Derek Rose into the starting uh, into the starting lineup for the second half, is the fact that like um, now, like when the um, I feel like sometimes it's good, like it's it's better to have if it's just working quickly with it, with the second unit sometimes because I feel like it's almost like we have a lot of wasted uh, ball handlers and wasting uh, uh, a lot of like you know. Uh, playmakers in that second unit because um, I think it's much better now. It's a little as I, we talked about it before. I had I talked about concerns about that a few shows ago. Mm. Um, it's, but you know now I think things are like you know just makes a lot more sense. Everything is a lot more even now. Before when you had like you know you would have quickly uh, Derrick Rose and Burks in that lineup and it's like. It, you know, I mean, it would work. Burks can basically play small forward, and he's a pretty good playmaker. Um, you know, he doesn't have to be uh, dominate the ball, but it's just better off because he's able to, because he can be a high usage player. Uh, it's just better. They're just better off just uh, having just him and quickly running that second team, and then have Rose start. So it just hopefully Thibodeau, you know, sticks with that lineup, and we don't see uh, Alfred anymore. Uh, but we'll definitely but it was a great game though really loved it yeah yeah absolutely man i agree with you on, on all, all parts of this game man which just makes me wish it like this what makes this so crazy it's like man tips you overthinking it man just the numbers support it the eye test support it just bench elf yeah. and start rose and then have burks beat up the, the point guard off the bench with quickly and keep it moving like yeah, yeah. it's really simple <laughs> this is really, I mean, he's a great coach. I don't t- you know don't take anything yeah. away from him, but it's it's kind of obvious right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he he just gets stuck in his ways. Like he just doesn't want to change sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah. I don't know. Are we gonna get to a point where he plays for like like now we're down to five? Like is he just gonna play like the first two possessions, then pull him like walk <laughs> him out and get him off the floor? Like I don't, yeah, I don't know. exactly. How much lower can we go before he just doesn't play anymore? I don't know. But I hope we're getting close. Yeah. Right there, well, man. Anyway, that's, you know, I feel bad for Alfred. Hopefully, you know, uh, things hey, work out for him, gets better. But, it's never you know. personal, <laughs> but it's, you know, we watch the game and there are yeah. players that are helping, there are players that aren't helping. He's not helping. It is what it is, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely man. true. All right, yo. yo All right, thanks for taking my call, guys. No problem, man. Salute to you. Man. Salute to you, man. All right. Yo. All right. Have a good night. All right. All right. You too. You know what? I'll also say this about the this first question about Reggie Bullock. I still feel like even having Rose with Randall gets Bullock more looks too, because it's like there's so much to put attention on Randall that yeah. Rose can just go one on one or and make plays, and now they have to collapse on Rose, and now all of a sudden Bullock is free. <laughs> Hey, no, look, the more threats you put on the floor, the better it is for spot-up shooters. That's just true. I mean, yeah, the more you can collapse the defense uh, and the more ground the defense has to cover, the more room for Reggie. That's that's for sure the case. Uh, and uh, look, he obviously benefited from the second half. He got some great looks. Absolutely. And he made them. And he made them. And he made them. 15 points on the night for the Bull, Bullock, and also defensive stopper. Who asked, who, who did they put on Trey, man? It was, it's not that – you know what's funny about that? In the first half, they had uh, a similar lineup out there with Burks uh, and Reggie, and, and, and they put Burks on Trey. And Burks is just not – it's just not what he – he's yeah. not hurt. 
it is point of attack defender, uh, and, and they had Reggie on Bogey, which I get because Bogey's tough. But to me, again, it's like if you you gotta you gotta chop off the head of the snake, right? And yeah. Say so. If Reggie's your best option, just put Reggie on him from the from the start. You know, even I mean Rose did better tonight, but it's it's a challenge for Rose. So put freaking Rose on DeAndre Hunter. I don't care. Let Hunter try to post up to Rose. I, get Reggie on Trey from the from the tap tomorrow. If we're not if we're gonna I don't know. Look, maybe maybe we'll start. Uh, assuming they start Rose, you know, right? I would, I would love to see Reggie start the game on Trey, make it tough on him from the start. That would be great. Now I agree with you, man. I agree. I told Ryan this the other time. I was like, listen, put Reggie on Trey. He's like, what about Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich is cool, but Trey is the problem. Put Reggie put on RJ, Trey. Look, if you're nervous about Bogdanovich, put RJ on him. There you and go. Let, and let Rose deal with Hunter. Like, what's Hunter going to do? I mean, Hunter had played a pretty good game tonight. He got to the line a ton. But, like, he's not going to post Derrick Rose up. And no, he does, yeah, he's a spot Let them try it. I mean, that's not what they want to do on offense. So, you're right. So do that. And, like, I mean, I, I do think they hunted Rose a bit when Rose was guarding Bogey. Bogey oh, they definitely off. did. They definitely did. Trey, Trey went off. They, they were going at Derrick Rose defensively. So I would hide him, hide Rose on, on the – and especially if Rose is going to play a ton of minutes, you don't want him guarding, you know, the tough guys on the other team. So let Rose hide on their worst threat, and that's DeAndre Hunter in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let RJ guard Bogey and let, let Reggie bother Trey for, for, you know, 20 minutes in the game. That would be great. Facts. Done. Book it. I think we should send this video to the coach and let him know how she be she running. Right? <laughs> Knicks fans know best how to run teams. That's 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 all, that's all I have to say. No doubt, no doubt. Knicks Twitter, Knicks analyst, Nick the Knicks Twitter analyst know best. All right. <laughs> we know better, we know better than the other analysts. That's for sure. You know what? That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. If it, all jokes aside, I do feel like Knicks Nation and Knicks Twitter have probably the best like videotape Knicks analyst. A lot of smart of, people. Any team, anywhere, ever. I'm just they, they, you just do. It's just it just is what it is, and that's not even me being biased. That's just facts. I'm with you. <laughs> All right, yo, that is our show, man. I'm just wrap it up. Salute to the chat once again. Shout out to it, it work. Nucky Fresh is in the building. Shout out to my fake cousin Winston Ellis, Fritz Alessandor, Keenan Lampert, uh, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. When Ellis says D Rose said Tibbs told the team D Rose will start in the second half. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Craig Ward says sending blessings out to Jay Ellis and KOT fans and crew. Just one question: Why are we having such a hard time making layups and missing shots around the paint? Uh, we always do. We have all year. We suck, and Clint Capella. No, we don't suck. But like that, look, Randall struggled around the rim all year. The reason Randall had a great year is because he shot the hell out of the ball, not because he That's scored at the rim. That's true. RJ, RJ struggles at the rim. I mean, Rose is probably our best player at the rim. I mean, Alfred struggles at the rim. Reggie doesn't take any shots at the rim. Quickly doesn't take any shots at the rim. Facts. Uh, Obi, when, Obi, when he plays, um, and neither of our centers, like like our, you know, Taj is, you know, a little limited, and, and Merlin's can't catch. So you put all that <laughs> and you're not going to get a ton of looks at the rim. I mean, Mitch was our best player at the rim, and he's out. Um, yeah. It's just kind of, and yeah, and you add Capella to the mix, who's a really elite rim protector. Then yeah, you're not going to get great looks at the rim. That is just kind of life. Yeah, you're gonna have to make some shots. Facts. I mean, even during the series when Capella's out was kind of when we get to the rim a lot more. And then when he comes back in, yeah. it's like, all right, yeah. all right, party's over. <laughs> no, but that's important. When Capella's out of the game, you got to attack the rim. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
all right i think that's that that's our show um thanks for you guys for rocking with us uh yeah so benji tell them where they find you man yes sir uh uh twitter accounts at benji 43 b-e-n-j-y 43 i'm putting out a ton of stuff during the playoffs uh i'll probably come out with another article tomorrow but i wrote one before the series wrote one between games one and two just on tactical stuff strategy uh where to look uh, what to look for in each game um, and I'm, I'm, I'll be putting out stuff uh, throughout the day tomorrow. So, so look out for that. And I write for the Strickland, uh, which is a great Nick site. Uh, some good stuff. Um, so uh, you can look for us there as well. Yeah, all right, salute to you. Yeah, salute to you guys, man, and people at the Strickland. All y'all do, all y'all do really good work and do really do good video work and video breakdowns and breakdowns in general. So shout out to the Strickland, man, everybody over there. All right. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Super. All right. No problem. No problem, man. Yeah, you already know where to find us, man. You can uh, listen. You can follow us on Twitter at the KOT Show. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at the Nick Time Show, as well. Listen, we try to get to 10k followers on Instagram. So if you want to follow me on anything, follow us on Instagram. So we get that little swipe up feature. And now we live in large, all right? So follow us on the Nick of Time Show on Instagram as well. And Facebook. And also just check out the blog at the Nick of Time Show.com. Shout out to all the writers, uh, Mikey and Fritz and, and Rob and everybody who, who contributes to Nick of Time Show. Shout out to you guys. And oh yeah, also, you know, you gotta, you gotta get that merch. Gotta get the merch. Gotta get the KOT snapbacks, man. Listen, listen, guys. I know I said I was gonna give you like um the, a code. I was trying to put the code in this morning to send out to the Discord chat, and it wasn't coming through for some reason. So I'm still working on a little discount code for this KOT snapbacks. But uh, if you want to get a KOT snapback, I know Fritz is putting links in the chat. Go to the nickatimeshow.com slash catalog and get your KOT snapbacks in blue and orange and black and white as well. All right. That is our show. Have a good night. Next show, Friday. Game three, We're going back to Atlanta, aka Sir. MSG. No, Brooklyn is MSG two. Maybe that. Let me Atlanta is MSG three. I don't know because there's mad <laughs> Knicks fans over there. All right, but we're going to MSG three. So you're gonna see you after the game on Friday. And um, I don't want to spoil it, man. But I don't know. I was looking at, you know, KOT has like a group chat. So the original OG, original KOT members was like, yo, we trying to come back for the Friday game. So we might have like all the old Cappy, G, Ryan. Everybody might be back for for the Friday game. So stay tuned for that, man. Uh, KOT reunion for sure. Day one's on, on, on deck on Friday. So stick, check out that show Friday night. All right. That is our show. We are out of here. Peace. Enjoy the win, everybody. Heck yeah. Gunshots for you. <laughs> oh wait, 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 I gotta do this. And as always, shut out the worldwide west. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,